Hello and welcome to The Virtual World, a new podcast delving into the different aspects of social media and its uses. Today I'm joined with my guest who's just going to introduce herself. Hiya, I'm Grace Higson. I am a paediatric nurse. I work in school health in Liverpool. Um, I work with children between the ages of five and 19. Wonderful. So thanks for joining me. Um, Just a scary thought. On our fridge in 2019 alone, um, it was reported that the average adult spent 144 minutes on social media so just over two two hours two and a half hours um so i just wanted to kind of expose ourselves and ask you what your average daily use on social media is per week um i'd like to say it's quite low but i feel like it's probably going to be quite high let's have a look one hour ten minutes not not too bad actually yeah it's not too bad that mine is let me just get it up um it's oh god just over 14 hours. I do not feel that bad anymore. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, it's insane. Obviously, I do a lot of work on my phone as well, on social media, but it's still a lot. And it's things like WhatsApp and YouTube that, ca- that when they count as social medias, that's what kind of drives mine up, as well as sitting on Facebook and watching videos all the time. Yeah. Just scrolling. Scrolling yeah. on TikTok. And then three hours later... It, it hasn't been 10 minutes, it's been three hours. I've, I've not introduced myself to the TikTok world, but you don't really think of WhatsApp as a social media platform, no. but I mean, obviously it is. Yeah. It's just not something that I think of when I'm on WhatsApp. Yeah, you don't think you're on social media, but in actual fact, WhatsApp is one of the biggest ways that people kind of spread news, uh, memes, yeah, videos. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah. yeah. Um, with all WhatsApp groups and stuff. I'm in a lot of WhatsApp groups. Yeah, I think last time I counted, and we're going back like eight, nine months, there was about 14 groups. Oh my goodness. It's a great tool though, isn't it? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, I couldn't be without it. I know. I, co- I don't think I could be without any social media. Um, what social media do you use personally as well as WhatsApp? Um, so WhatsApp, obviously. Um, I do use Facebook, Instagram. Um, I've got Twitter. I don't think I use it as much as I used to um, when it was first like around. Yeah. Um, I got one as sort of like, it's the thing you do, you get a Twitter because everybody's got one. Um, definitely used it more years ago than I do now. I think I just use it now for if an interesting tweet comes up, I'm like, oh, let's have a look and I'll browse, yeah, but I don't too. actually tweet things. Me too. I definitely used it um, maybe 2013, 14. Yeah. Um, but yeah, as you said, like I'll get notifications from a tweet and I'll have a look or when the mass singer was on I was looking for all the predictions from everyone <laughs> um but I don't use it half as much as Instagram and Facebook um WhatsApp again and YouTube TikTok kind of um I don't think I use very many others yeah YouTube is a big one because you won't actually be on it you won't be on the apples per se I'll be watching it on my TV and it'll be on in the background. So that obviously mm, tops everything yeah. up as well. Um, in 2021, how important do you think it is to be connected to social media? Um, I think it's um, it's it's just massively important um, given the current situation. Um, obviously, we've been in lockdown for nearly a year now. Well, you know, we've just come out of it, but... Um, 
started 23rd of March last year and you weren't allowed to see anybody outside your own household so I do think it's massively important um, I've got quite a big family that's how we stay connected is through social media um, I've got children it's how I keep my family up to date on my children and how they contact each other to make mm. sure that they're still getting that aspect of their life so I do yeah. I really think it's important yeah um, me too I, I mean I don't I couldn't imagine a world without it and I didn't grow up knowing that social media existed from birth but in my it, it kind of started arising and getting a, a, a lot more popular and growing to what it is today when I was like I said before maybe 12, 13, 14 so mm. it's kind of always been a part of my life that I remember for the past 10 years yeah yeah um, I agree yeah so myself I am I'm not I wouldn't say I'm addicted maybe you would maybe you would 14 hours over here not addicted okay <laughs> I, know, I know people who have got a lot worse and especially like my my younger sister who's just not off it um yeah like you said it's very important I don't think we would have survived this past year without it no no it's definitely been it's been really useful for for many things but I think when it boils down to it is mental health yeah so can you tell me about some of the effects social media has on people's mental health especially young people like I said who are probably the most active on social media yeah, so obviously we've just talked about the positives, haven't we, of staying in touch with people and, you know, being able to access the virtual world at, literally at your fingertips. Mm. Um, but I think it's really important to remember that it can have a really negative effect on people, especially, like you say, young people. Um, thinking more of like teenagers, um, they've got this idea because it's, it is at your fingertips of like perfect lives and perfect people and perfect body image yeah yeah and it is it is right there all they've got to do is unlock the phone a couple of clicks and they're seeing all these influencers and mm. uh, people who found the perfect man or the perfect woman mm. um got the perfect home um, i mean i personally love mrs hinch but there is that kind of and i know she she promotes this whole obviously she is known for tidying and cleaning but she also shows the real light her real life as well of when a house isn't because people say the cleanest house in Britain and she ta- she shows people that it's not but it's that idea kind of that you she doesn't make you feel bad but it can have a effect on your mental health if you see someone so put together and she only she, you know when you've got an influencer or a celebrity or someone they only show you an hour of their day if that yeah absolutely absolutely we don't see the full picture what we do see looks perfect to say the least yeah and because that is what you see that's what people hook onto and especially when people are so young their minds are so moldable um and it is one of those things they just look at it and go right okay well if she can have it why can't i have it and it it can have a really detrimental effect on mental health Mm. um and that is it's becoming an issue for children a lot younger now than teenagers. We're yeah. seeing mental health difficulties in children as young as like seven, eight. And it's really, it's quite shocking um, yeah. that it's it's present in children that young. And scary. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So obviously we can talk about how it can have an effect on people's anxiety, people's depression maybe. Mm. Um as well as general health 
obviously your mental health is just as important as your general health um physical health but even just being on your phone so late at night it can you know it's caused me and obviously over the past year working on a laptop and then my phone laptop phone laptop phone it's caused me to have severe headaches as well um because you're not away from your phone and you're not away you're on a screen as said for me 14 hours a day that's a lot of hours in your day yeah yeah so it's not great no i'm like you i mean um in my work you know we do have a lot of meetings and because of covid they've had to go online virtual meetings yeah and it is difficult you know we sit there we've recently got headsets as well for confidentiality purposes to keep our meetings um, private because of the struggles of working from home i'm a mom of three you know i've got kids there as well um so it's all this screen time you know I've not got an office at home so I was sitting at the kitchen table and that's yeah. not the same setup as a desk at yeah, work you're not getting the same productivity levels as you would usually no no for example when I'm teaching I'm singing I'm not able to interact with the girls as much uh, with the students that I teach I'm not inter- able to interact with them as much as I would if we were in a physical rehearsal room because I'm not able to play piano for them I'm not able to hear them properly I'm not able to sing along with them or show them certain techniques so it really does have an effect on productivity levels for some people whereas I know for I know someone else who's really skyrocketed with it because they're Mm. so they're not surrounded by everyone in the office uh, at home on their own and they've got that office set up so it can be it's it's different for everyone isn't it yeah absolutely uh differs person to person and to be honest um situation to situation like we've got obviously we've got all these meetings um and it just doesn't it doesn't feel the same because you can't have those conversations face to face where i think that you know you lose some of the tone um a little bit but then you know we introduced a virtual like school nurse drop-in service kind of like skype but it was called something different um where we still get to see the children you know we can still have that face-to-face contact albeit through a computer screen um so it was a way of us adapting to the the new way of living i suppose and still getting that that contact with the children it's um, so important to yeah, have yeah. human contact, especially, as I say again, over the past year, we haven't had that. And it's so important for your mental health and to kind of also see that you're not in it alone. Everyone's going through the same thing, mm. albeit in different ways yeah. and different levels of severity, but we're all going through the same things and miss- missing people. Yeah. Um, but that's good for your mental health as well as just seeing people in real life. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> It's mad to think that we're saying that in 2021 that it's good to see people in real life. Yeah, yeah. Things have definitely turned, haven't they? Yeah. So without going into any details, of course, could you tell me how often you see young people's mental health decline due to social media use? Um, so sadly, it is quite often. Um, I think it's important to note that mental health difficulties have always been there. Yeah. Um, children have always struggled with mental health difficulties but we know a lot more about it now so we're recognising it more now yeah there's a lot Um, more awareness now yeah absolutely and I just think you know for all it's it's amazing usefulness um, social media has got the negatives as well Um, you know there's cyber bullying things like that I mean 
you still get bullying as well as cyberbullying. So you've got two yeah. two options to do it. Then it's just yeah. it's so much easier for it yeah. to happen over over the internet as well. Yeah, yeah. Because Trolls. as you say, you can hide behind the keyboard. Yeah, no one knows who you are, um, or no one can know who you are. You can be anonymous, and it never, as much as it can get traced back, it won't usually because it's just. It's not as easy to find out who it was and it's not as easy it's not as easy to trace back and it's a strange one. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And I think as well, going back to what we were saying before, you know, um teenagers especially have such moldable minds that they do want that perfect life. So they, they're looking at all these things and, and because they don't have it or, you know, they're not at that stage of their life yet, they're looking at it as a negative. Um, and they sort of see it as they're never going to get to that point and, and that can have a really, really detrimental effect on a person's mental health is feeling yeah. like like a failure, which obviously they're not. Um, but, you know, we can tell children that until we're blue in the face, you know, they've yeah. got to convince themselves of that and social media, unfortunately, if that's a trigger for them, is not going to be as easily changed. Yeah. It's a lot easier for it to have that effect as you said at the beginning it's bite at your fingertips yeah yeah so what can people do to switch off from social media um physical exercise you know getting out go for a run um now that we've got this new roadmap in place i think is it you might have to correct me is it one person you can meet up outside with i'm not 100 yes, sure yes, it is from now um so you know you can go for a walk um family members friends Get out there, get in the open air, read a book that isn't on a Kindle, which yeah. I'm really awful for, just picking up my Kindle, but uh, again, again, it's screen time. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, read a book, learn a hobby, get a new skill. Mm. Um, actually, talk to the people that are in your household. I mean, yes. <laughs> or pick up the phone in terms of picking up the phone to have a conversation over the telephone as opposed to a text message like mm-hmm. I don't very often speak to my dad over the phone but you know that is a it's a real mental health booster is just to pick up my phone and go you know what I'm going to give him a call because I actually want to yeah. check in and see how he's doing you do lose so much tone over text absolutely definitely um, like I said before like with hobbies as well I found myself on Duolingo over the past couple of months obviously it's, it's on your phone but it's off social media and one of the things that they say is what can 15 minutes on social media do for you whereas 15 minutes on their app you can learn some Spanish well there you go as I'm doing some French whatever you like and I found it really easy as well to kind of pick up it's not hard Um, it's a great app so that's something that you could do yeah yeah Um, how can switching off from social media affect your mental health I think um it's kind of like you'll need a detox, really. Um, I think, anyway. I yeah. inadvertently did did a must have been about thirty hours in total um, detox from social media by just leaving my phone upstairs yeah. um, accidentally in the morning. And then, if I'm being honest, you know, whenever I thought about it, I just couldn't be bothered going upstairs. You know, the kids were downstairs with me; we were having a good time, and it was it was sort of. like a, a natural response to just reach for my phone and when I realised it wasn't there I sort of thought oh it's oh, upstairs well. and then I, yeah. it was but I can't be bothered to go and get it <laughs> yeah so um, 
I do think it, it needs that, but like at the very start, it was sort of anxiety of like, well, what am I missing? Is there anything? FOMO. Like, massive yeah, fear FOMO, of missing FOMO. out. Um, is there something going on with the family? Because like I said, you know, we're quite a big family. We do talk a lot. Mm a lot a lot on <laughs> whatsapp you know i can i cannot look at it for a couple of hours at work and go back to like 200 messages yeah. it's absolutely crazy and it won't be about anything important either it'll just be like the, you still i made them? a giant cookie here you go look at this here's your fomo <laughs> um but i do think it's it, it was kind of like that for me so it was a bit sort of anxiety at first of fomo and like what am i missing out on here and then it was it was nice, you know, to to spend the rest of that day not having to worry about keeping up with notifications. Do I need to answer that one? Can I leave that one and let it go? Will I remember to go back to it later if I don't yes, answer it now? that's a massive thing. Um, and it, so then I went on it the next day and, I mean, there were some notifications and there were messages that I'd missed, but it was nothing important and it was so nice to just step away from it all. And if it wasn't for work and needing to be stay connected to you know my colleagues that work throughout the day I'd probably do it again it was it was nice to just yeah. not have to worry about the phone you know yeah the most important people in my life are at home with me because it was a weekend yeah. and all I've got to worry about is the kids so nice to not have the distraction isn't yeah it? yeah so I think to start with it was there was a little bit of a, a dip I think but not enough to make it a negative experience it was overall really really positive to just step away even for 24 hours um i think it could really really benefit people to do that if they do find you know like um like you (laughs) 14 hours on your phone a day yeah um i do think it could benefit people just stepping away and doing you know whatever it is that you need to do to just get away from it for a little bit yeah it really helps with just not being so distracted from other things whether that's work reading a book watching a film whatever it is um and obviously like going out for a run you get you can be in your head so much or you can either take that time to think about things or take the time to clear your head whereas if you've got your phone with you then you you're just getting distracted again yeah and again it's at your fingertips i mean i've done the same like if my phone has died i'm not gonna rush to go and put it on charge or I might go put it on charge upstairs and go back downstairs and just leave it because I like the peace. I really like the peace of not having to reply to people. Yeah, yeah. I think it does. Sometimes it has to be forced on you though, doesn't it? Yeah. Um, like either it's your phone dying or you've, you know, rushed downstairs to get the kids breakfast before you've had a chance to pick it up after you've got yeah. dressed. So sometimes, you know, it's just a little bit of just just get your mum or someone to just take it off you in the morning. <laughs> yeah. Um, but that's another thing, like looking at your phone first thing in the morning looking at your phone first thing last thing before you go to bed Mm. it's all adds up obviously my screen time all adds up to 14 hours a week (laughs) Um, it all adds up and it really like as I said headaches for me is the worst thing and also not getting the best sleep I can get Mm, so switching off is it's always a good thing yeah we find that a lot in work I think with our young people um that they're on their screens right up until they they get into bed and then they spend half an hour on their phones or their tablets or whatever because mm. they've got into bed and they've realised, well, actually, I'm not tired, so um, I'll just go on this for a little bit. And that can be detrimental in itself because you're then awakening your brain again. Yes. I've, have you seen The Social Dilemma? I haven't. It's on my watch list. Yeah, on Netflix. Everyone should go watch it. It's very eye-opening. 
scary um, and that, that might persuade you to do a little detox on your phone um, from social media and it kind of depicts how they use your, not use your data, how they use you and what you like and what you spend time looking at on your social media to determine what's put on your recommended for you and they start to get a picture of what you what you look like what you like to look at and um, what you might enjoy yeah and scary I and that. they there's like um algorithms that each app will have of oh she hasn't been on a phone for a while or she hasn't been on this app for a while let's send her a notification mm. and seeing that interaction for example with a social media um person a liked your photo person a commented on this person's photo yeah it's it triggers something in your brain yeah it's things like i've noticed that actually on facebook if i haven't um spent that much time on it you know i'll get a notification of someone that i very rarely speak to or see has commented yeah. on someone else that i very rarely speak to or see yes. his photo and i just think yeah. why am i getting this notification this isn't mine so that's really interesting to know actually that there's yeah. a built-in algorithm to do that for yeah. you i just thought maybe i'd um you know, super followed them by mistake <laughs> or something. Um, so how can we express this to young people? How can we express how good switching off from social media can be for your mental health? Is it a fact that we need to use social media to connect with them? Because majority of young people are on social media a lot and tell them about the effects through that way. Yeah, I mean, there's your good old fashioned... Um, lessons and things where you know you take your phones off them you can put posters around the school turn off your phone um don't let screen time affect your home time or uh whatever they are but i do think that there has to be an element of irony where we would need to use that to connect to them because yeah. if i'd if i tried to go into a class of 14 year olds in a secondary school and say right okay i'm a i'm a nurse i want you to listen to me don't go on your phone when you get home or go on it for an hour when you get home but then turn it off and don't touch it again until tomorrow morning when your alarm goes off I think to be honest I think I'd be laughed out with the class <laughs> um, but I think if we used Facebook or Instagram or whatever to promote educate yeah, promote educate them promote the benefits of being off your phone to the point where they see that that as the the thing to aspire to and think yeah. well actually i've done my i've done my work on my phone because it has been difficult for children and young people this last year you know they have yeah. had to get online some of them a lot earlier than they would have um but if we give that to them as something to aspire to then they can sort of hopefully look at it and go right, okay well my work's done i don't need to be on my phone i can go out and go for a walk with jane or i can go for a walk with terry and and i can go and see people and be with somebody else yeah and it'll be so much better once we are back to some sort of normality and it's okay to just go out and do whatever you want whenever you want with yeah, no restrictions no restrictions so we obviously know it's hard at the minute but it's still doable now lastly um how different do you think your approach to your career would be if social media didn't exist you know would the likes of anxiety and depression in young people be higher lower um i think that's a really difficult question because i mean like i said before you, you know mental health and emotional health difficulties have always been there we just have more knowledge about it now um in in general 
we use social media as a workforce to um like you were saying before with youtube you know we have a hand washing video that a colleague of mine did and we put on our youtube channel just so that you know teachers can access that with their younger students and and do the hand washing lesson if we can't get in or um lessons like that we've um had some of our colleagues have recently done online lessons regarding emotional health and you know who you can turn to who you can speak to what you can use i think it's so so important that we've got it as a way of connecting with our young people now it's so it's almost like a language that we had to learn to use to be able to speak to them yeah and i honestly as much as i was saying before about the negatives you know i don't think that we could do our job as effectively without it now Mm. we're in a different era now I don't think I think that goes for a lot of people as well Mm. most definitely a lot of people promote their work through social media they market through social media they teach through social media Um, and as good as it as good as it is to switch off from social media I think if it disappeared we might all have a bit of a panic attack yeah I think I think you're right there I think it's more about changing the way we use social media rather than getting rid of it absolutely altogether absolutely I mean there's always going to be the negatives of social media Mm. but if we can try and work towards making it as positive as it can be yeah um, using it to reach out to our children and young people and well everyone but just from from my role children and young people um, if we can use it as a positive then it'll be far more effective yes definitely and things like um influencers being honest open and honest not that any aren't but when they are it's great to see that and it's great to see this instagram versus reality thing that's come about in the past few years and also inspirational quotes i find that and there's a lot more body positive um accounts now yeah yeah absolutely as you said there's so much more awareness about it the effects that social media can have on mental health and um there's so many resources to use on the internet and social media mm. i know bbc have got one i think it's called oh what's it called? it's it's Is along with the couch one? to 5k app yeah one you and they can create a little personal plan if you head over to their website and there's loads on many different websites so yeah yeah depending Stay safe. on yeah depending on where you are in the country as well you know your uh, local authority will buy into certain things like uh, in Liverpool they've got Couth um, over this side of the water in the Wirral they've got Chat Health um, it's really important to reach out and speak to someone whether that be via social media or not if you're having you know mental health difficulties or emotional health difficulties do reach out and speak get up. some support Well, thank you for joining me today. Thank you for having me. It was a great little chat, wasn't it? I know. (laughs) Didn't need to be as nervous.